This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That doesn't give a shit about false starts. Well, guess what? You've come to a magical place where anything can happen and I always will. Welcome to the stage for the second time, Dan Harmon! <laughs> it's a we double did side from we, we did it from Goldberg, a little satanic Goldberg in the. Fr- <laughs> <laughs> Tonight's about being comfortable with chaos. I, I, uh, I was I was sitting in the back room and I was thinking like I, I don't I don't have anything. I'm kind of I'm gonna run out run out like a dish rag from the Oscars. Uh, this will this will be broadcasting a little bit after it's relevant. We don't have to talk about Seth MacFarlane all night, but uh, <laughs> because then it will air like later and people will be like, oh, fresh. Um, <laughs> it won't be. Well, that then real, real quick, because I watched 45 minutes of it and that was quite enough for me. What, did, what, what is your takeaway from the Oscars? I, you know, I didn't, I didn't look up. I didn't see what the Zeitgeist or the Gestalt or the. Or gl- the Yeah, the Hormanhammer. Uh, was about the whole thing, but I assume, I'm going to go ahead and guess if I was a betting man that it would be mixed bag, uh, which I think is what Ryan Ridley said uh, this morning when he came into Rick and Morty. Uh, mixed bag? Like, like, yeah, it seemed like, I mean, in the world of Oscars, for, you really have to close your eyes and ask yourself, like, what's the ultimate Oscars, aside from the one Hugh Jackman hosted that uh, I, I, I wrote. Uh, <laughs> and, you, you, uh, you wrote the whole Oscars? Well, I wrote the, I wrote the opening thing. You know what Schraub just told me a couple of uh, days ago? Said, uh, you know, I never told you this because it was going down during the whole Chevy debacle, and I figured I didn't, I didn't want to put another nickel in you or give you any reason to get in any d- embarrassing public shenanigans. But uh, there was this article after the Billy Crystal Oscars where some some snarky blog like printed an article that said, uh, here's here's the ten things you have to do to save the Oscars. Uh, number one. Uh, get rid of Bruce Valanche and uh, and and bring the bring the guys back that wrote that Hugh Jackman opening. Blah 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 blah. Not a hero, the person doing this. I mean, what's 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 he? Who cares what his opinion is? But and 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 what 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 are good Oscars? Who cares? But uh, in the comment section under it, Schraub tells me uh, Bruce Valanche signs in <laughs> and says, according to Schraub, so now this is kind of urban legend because I'm quoting Schraub, who's, who's, who's giving me hearsay from this comment section, but something akin to, uh, I'm very sorry that you feel I'm past my prime. Uh, uh, I did my best. You know, those guys, uh, we all worked on that opening together, and uh, 
they're the only ones that uh, won the Emmy because they were the ones that uh, were credited uh, for it. But uh, lie, lie, <laughs> like lie, 180 degrees from the truth, lie. Now, do, do people know who Bruce Valanche uh, in the audience? Yeah, I think yeah. I, I think he's kind of famous in the. Uh, Are you uh, clapping because you know who he is, or clapping because you're fans of Bruce Valanche? <laughs> Clap if you're a big Bruce Valanche fan. I mean, <laughs> he's he's on Hollywood Squares or was at one point. He was he was drawn in The Simpsons. I mean, he's a he's a he's an yeah. iconic non-icon. You know, he's uh, <laughs> like, like 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 for 15, 20 years, God knows what he's been writing on the uh, Oscars. But I just, I just thought that was a weird. That's a weird thing because it's like in the world of writing and TV and stuff. There's all there's always room for all kinds of revisionist kind of like well you know Chris. McKenna came up with that joke, but really it was my idea kind of thing. It's like, you forget, you work in collaborative environments, it's like it's very easy to forget. There's a lot of like, 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 especially if you're actually really good and collaborative, you totally forget what you wrote and what someone else wrote. Um, but that is not, we walked into the, into the first, it, 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 first day of working with that guy with a finished thing because it was songs and stuff. And there were sets built that Rob made out of cardboard. So for him, him to say that in a comment section, I was like, like, like like I, I thought, Dan, if you could say one word to uh, Bruce Valanche right now, liar, yes. <laughs> like weird liar. If I get two, I get two weird liar. Three, like 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 weird weird liar. Weird lying weird liar. I I'll, I would build out from there until it was a bucky ball of just calling him a fucking liar. Like like just weird. Like like with question marks all over it, going like 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 like, like, like why? What what what? I want to know. Like what? Like if you're a sociopath, then 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 w dress differently. <laughs> like if 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 you're just an automaton that's a, that, that's a only like this Machiavellian, and the ends justifies the means. Then why? Wh 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 where did you arrive at Bruce Valanche as a persona? <laughs> like, well, how is that effective? I, I I and I just like honestly, man. That, that was, was, was he cool to work with? Was he a good guy? Backstage? No, no, <laughs> no. Like, and I'm not. You know, hey, look, I'm notoriously, apparently, not cool to work with. I, I have all kinds of stuff to argue with about that. But, but, uh, I mean, I, th I think that the people that say that I'm hard to work with were, are themselves hard to work with. I, I think, I think, I think that they. They're just bummed out, and they grab for the edge of the pool that's there, which is like, oh, you know, there's a bunch of people over here that that, that also uh, were made to feel stupid and untalented. Uh, um, uh, you know, you know what? He's crazy. Oh, it's crazy. He's crazy. Hey, everybody, he's crazy. Um, uh, you know, there's a bunch of really awesome people in the middle of that pool hanging out and uh, crushing brews and broing down. <laughs> is that how they talk in the middle of the pool? <laughs> Yeah, it's our, that, that's where you have the inflatable bunker, uh, you know, with the squirt gun mounted in it. It's like, we're having fun out there playing chicken and... Cr crushing brews? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, just weird, just weird. I don't know, Bruce Valanche, if somehow, if you, if, you, if, you, if you receive this message somehow... And, and he will, apparently, because he reads comment sections on... Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a, I think he's a... I, I, I put the word image conscious in every, every, giant quotes. Every, every, everybody hashtag Bruce Valanche. Like, 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 let, let, let's try to... I'm I'm inviting you down, Bruce, to to explain yourself. Defend yourself, sir. Uh, uh, I, 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 uh, granted, I will I will say this in his defense right now, preemptively, that I did not read the source material that Rob was referring to. But uh, uh, it, I mean, and I don't really want to go digging back for conflict. But uh, let's do it, Bruce. Come down. 
Bruce, come down and let's talk about 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 your lying liarness. Um, Speaking of which, did we ever get like there was there was uh, a chance that Chevy was going to show up on the uh, on the tour at some point? He never did. Yeah, I guess there's always a chance Chevy will show up. Like like, but that was the same as w- on Community. Like. <laughs> uh, uh, that was the whole point. Like, it was always a flip of a coin whether he yeah. emerged from the trailer or wh- what his hair would look like or what, what would be on his face. And, and sometimes he'd be happy and sometimes he'd be sad and sometimes he'd be angry. Can we call him right now? <sighs> every, every time we do that stuff, it's like, 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 like Vulture, HuffPo, TMZ, like they extract without context and it's like, I don't know. I sound world weary. I have no reason to be world weary. The world gave me a blowjob. Was, was there any? <laughs> was there any fallout? I mean, not fallout or any like uh, like reaction to when J- Jason Sudeikis called him as Joe Biden. He called back. He said he left a message saying, uh, what, "What what was that? Was that Danny Pudi? What was that?" <laughs> and uh, and then I explained to him. I, I said, uh, oh, "No, that was Jason Sudeikis from SNL and uh, uh, SNL Saturday Night Live." No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> But I wouldn't be surprised, and that would that would that would be to his credit. I mean, SNL they adopted that in the uh, at some time during my life. Like he would remember it. Got KFC. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh, But he he he, and then he and then he he pitched me a TV show idea. But we talked about this. I'm world weary, man. I'm wrung out like a rabbit. Why, so, why are you so weary? Well, it's Sunday. It's it's after the Oscars uh, as we record this. I'm just like, you know. You just hung over? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. We tied one on that night. <laughs> we played catchphrase to like five in the morning. <laughs> How'd that go? I think I won. I don't know. <laughs> Aaron just kept saying like, oh, we're playing to 20. We're playing to 30. We're playing to 40. Like she just likes to play. and to, She just likes to play until I get mad. <laughs> She's playing a larger game. <laughs> uh, like, catch, catch, fight. <laughs> She's catching fights in a little jar. No, it's 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 a it's a fun game, but you know, it's five in the morning, and you know, it's like that game in Indiana Jones that the uh, what's her name is playing with the shot glasses. You know, it's like like catchphrase. Yeah, yeah, catchphrases like that. Like, cause there's <laughs> like four people around a table, and there's always the first person that's like. That just stop. You know, their brain stops being able to participate in catchphrase. Like they can't. They can't figure out what the, what the things are. They just go, oh, okay, uh, I am umpire. Uh, the the word is umpire. The the other person says you you, you lose. It's, it's, it's dumb catchphrase stories uh, tonight at eleven. <laughs> you won't believe it. Dan tells all. Uh, Bruce Valange was right. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Anyways, um, is Ryan Ridley here in the audience? Yeah. All right. Hey, come up here. Come up here. Our next guest is Ryan Ridley. Oh, shit. Ryan Ridley. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan is a longtime collaborator of mine, and uh, he works over at the Rick and Morty offices right now, our Adult Swim show. We're about halfway through the run here, script-wise. Yeah. And uh, I told you if you came to the show, you, you, you could come up on stage. It's the, only, <laughs> it's the only way I can get people to come. Yeah. So uh, justify it. What, what, what do you, <laughs> you, you... You got a tarantula or something? Or? I, I, I was thinking about what my angle would be. I don't really know. I guess because you said that there's not enough neurosis on stage, so ha ha ha. I was ha, being sarcastic. We, yeah. Yeah. So I decided I'm going to not be neurotic Oh, at okay. All. Be, so. be suave. Good luck. Yeah. Well, you you kind of look like Freddie Prince Jr. Thank you. <laughs> Some people say. Uh huh. I'm bad with yeah. faces, but yeah. I, uh, you don't have any warts or anything, so that yeah. makes you handsome compared to. I have to brown hair and brown eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful, dreamy, endless brown eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I notice you're staring into them a lot at work. Yeah. I go, Dan, what were you going to say about the story? And then. Uh, I can't. Yeah. I, was, I was kissing you by a crystal blue yeah. Italian stream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how's, it, how's, it, how's it going working for me? How hard am I to work with? Um. <laughs> You know, uh, we had a little dust up, but other than that, it's pretty good. Wait, I, you had a dust up? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, can't, I went on tour and I came back and I, 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 I was, uh, you know, I was saying a couple of outlines needed more work. And, uh, and then Ryan, Ryan, who had kind of like, Ryan's sort of the Chris McKenna over at Rick and Morty. Uh, What's that mean? Well, Chris McKenna was like my right hand, the heart of the show, I All would right. say. Yeah. I wasn't saying that out of neurosis. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, and so, you know, he's like, 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 like Chris was the guy that was, uh, responsible in the absence of responsibility. You know, Justin Roiland, who co-created the show with me, he's, he's, he's as crazy as I am in different ways. And, uh, yeah. and you're the, you're the point man. You gotta, you gotta batten down the hatches. I'm, I'm the wonder bread. Yeah. And you you guys are the peanut butter and jelly. You gotta churn out, churn Great out that, that, that stuff. So I, I, you, you put a lot of work into an outline while I was on the road and I came back and was like, the outline... Uh, you know, I, I think I think uh, I think we need to take a step back on this one. And, yeah. and you went, well, ah, ah, I wish you would have said that a month ago. And you and you and you and then you started punching a black baby. Yeah. Is that true, Ryan? Is that true? I wasn't punching it. Yeah, Just throttling it. <laughs> Not a monster. Um, but anyway. yeah, he's he's spinning it a little in his his direction. Yeah. Should I elaborate? I don't know. <laughs> if you want to. I mean, no, you're the one no, who brought up the dust up. It's yeah, not... I don't know. I thought that would be something, you know, I don't know. That's a good angle, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, 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 Dan, uh, hey, there's Abed. Uh, oh, no. oh, real Abed's here. Yeah. Yeah, real, real Abed's here. We'll get with him in a minute, I think. Why can't he come up here, too? Yeah, yeah. We'll Dan, do, 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 you respect, do you respect Ryan as an employee, as, as, a, as a co-worker? Not that I a, care. Yeah. I'm of confident enough in myself. I, cre- I did Water and Power, Channel 101's best series in the history of uh, Channel 101 right. with Ryan. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, 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 we wrote many things together uh, in front of an open laptop. Like, I don't let a lot of people come around yeah. me when I'm actually typing something on a screen. It's a big thing yeah. for me. It's like, hey, it's like pooping. That. I felt good. Yeah. I felt good to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're very insecure, very uh, uh, conscious of how other people perceive you. It, it can get... Well, uh, who, who here isn't, right? Uh. <laughs> I think maybe I am the uh, Adam Goldberg if maybe just a couple things different in my life happened and... You know? Because I was a big fan of Dan's. Like, oh, I want to meet Dan and work with Dan and, you know, I don't know. Makes I, sense to me. Yeah. 
Ryan Ridley is a legacy uh, comedy personality. His 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 dad, Mark Ridley, uh, uh, r- founded and runs the uh, Chicago Comedy Castle. It's Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle. So you, when you were growing up, you would, you know, you know, you know Tim Allen would be oh, like, yeah. uh, I saw you a know, Tiger Game with him, crashing on the couch after a, yeah, wow, you know, a w- yeah. weekend long uh, coke bender. We had a lot of tools at the house. Yeah, man. yeah, like uh. like uh, like little straws and uh, and uh, <laughs> razor blades, those kind of tools. <laughs> That was, that, that's what tool time was yeah. back then. There was, there, there was always a guy peering over something. <laughs> you only saw it's a, from here There's this dealer. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, hey, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. I don't that's the that's the inside joke of that of that gag is that he, you never see his nose. It's his deviated septum. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's sort of a life it's of cocaine. Just blood running down it's, the front it's of the based fence. on a guy from Detroit named yeah. uh, Sniffer. <laughs> Uncle Sniffer. Uncle Sniffer is a Coke dealer. Yeah. Uh, uh, no one's uncle, really. Um, so, uh, 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 Ryan, um, your podcast with Justin. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Why are they laughing? I would, actually, I would actually recommend people listen to Ryan's podcast with Justin Royland, the Rick and Morty creator, and uh, sometimes. Was that a laugh of recognition because of the podcast? Oh, no. God damn it. <laughs> Somebody, somebody clapped in the back or something. It's, oh. uh, Anybody? Uh, Do I know you? Know. Are we friends? Oh, all right. All right. All right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very addictive and very funny little personalities you guys have. Yeah. Uh, well, you, you said you're inspired by it, and that's why you did this podcast, Yeah, right? I probably stole the idea, yeah. Uh. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah. From you and, and seeing Proops at uh, Sketchfest that first year we went, I think I was like, okay, let's just start podcasting. It was, yeah. uh, whatever. You had to throw Proops in, too. You could have just gone with us. You said no neurosis. I know, Jeff. It's hard. <laughs> All right, so we, should, should, we, should we bring Real Abed up? Yeah. All right, Real Abed. Is, he's never been brought up before? I don't think he's ever been up, no. Oh, good Lord. Real Abed. Is this like a nice little Abed move down? Hello, Abed. The, the man who the character Abed on Community was, was based upon. You were sitting here, right? Wait, you, 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 uh, you, you stand here. Okay. Um, hello, everybody. Hi. Great to be here. I, I didn't expect to come on stage, but that's fine. It's all right. You shouldn't have sat in the exact center of the audience. That was, that was Cali's My eyes. Idea. I mean, you almost sat like the... I can't I was like so yeah. worried. I was like trying to avoid your gaze, and I knew in a minute, the minute you looked at me, you would say something. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Uh, I feel like I should sit down. I no, 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 no. Stand. <laughs> no. It's not sturdy. No, you can't. Stop that. Okay. Sorry, sorry. I just, I, I'm not, I feel like I'm doing stand-up. Yeah. Well, no, it's like this is a Freudian thing. Like, he developed this, like, like you face away. That's the development of that couch. Like, you don't, look, look at the audience and oh, listen to us. Okay. We're going to counsel you. Straight ahead, yeah. So Abed, uh, uh, Abed's name is Abed. That's where I got the idea for the name Abed. Uh, he's also a bit of a, I would call you a pop cultural savant kind of, uh, but really it's Thank you. more, more, more music for you. I think when you. No, actually more like television. Really? I've, I'm more, what? I think more into television and film than music. Music was like something I dabbled in. 
Just like I was bored. And he knows a ton about it, so well, that's I, just I dabbling. I learned everything and I moved on, kind of. It's yeah. like, I've, I've heard enough music. Uh, <laughs> you can only take so much music. You know? and, and, uh, All right, Abed, Abed, who wrote or who, who sings this song? Uh-oh. I'm bad at this. <laughs> Don't help him. Woo! Don't help him. I want to say this is... It feels like Led Zeppelin. Nope. Deep Purple. Yeah, Adam Goldberg got it. Adam Goldberg got it. I see. I was close because of Almost Famous. Aren't they both in that movie? Don't know. Yeah. Close enough, I think. All right. right, So by now you're saying real Abed? Well, that wasn't fair. That was like so wild card. Well, do you wanna? That's my next question. Do you want? Do you wanna think? How? To what extent do you wanna think that the character on Community uh, is like congruous with you? Like, 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 what would make you more outraged? You know, or or uncomfortable? The idea that he's nothing like you, or the idea that he's exactly like you, and therefore I have like somehow exploited you. Uh. You know, everyone gets exploited, though. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, that's nothing new. It's the American so, dream. Yeah, I mean, it's been happening since... Uh, my people were exploited, basically. By mine. Yeah, by his. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think we get along so well. Ryan's half Jewish and I was half Palestinian. Mm-hmm. It's too... Uh, that's just how it goes with friends. Uh, uh, but no, like, I, I don't... I honestly... So, so ha- half of you <laughs> exploited half of him, but half of both of you just sit and eat Twinkies and don't yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> Half of them is fine. Yeah. The other half, I got a problem with. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. But I you mean, know, so, so, yeah, like, 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 like I, I, wrote, I wrote the part, and uh, I, I really wrote the part with it, you, the idea in my head that you would right. uh, come in and, um, and, and audition for the part, which you did. Which that was an amazing time in my life, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I, I grew from like you know a, to a boy come to so a, close. Do you rem- <laughs> do you remember who else auditioned? Like who made it to the final it round? It was um, Kumail. Kumail Nanjiani. We were both in the same room, and then also, which I knew him, which was crazy because I was like, I hope you get it, buddy. And the guy and from then, Thirty Rock. Yeah, and then Danny Pudi was. There too, uh, I don't at the yep. time didn't know he was Danny Pudi. Yeah, <laughs> well, he was he, well, he wasn't Danny Pudi. <laughs> I shook at that his time. hand and he was Danny. No, he's the guy from MovieTickets.com ad up until that point. Yeah, no, I remember I something wow. now when I was leaving. <laughs> I remember leaving, and I think it was when I was kind of doing good, and I saw him coming out. It was Danny Pudi because I remembered his face, and uh, also you said he looked like a peanut. At one point. Uh, sorry, but you did. Yeah. And then so uh, I was coming out. And, well, um, I won't take it back. I saw him on the phone. I don't know where this is going. I saw him on the phone, and he looked like so happy. Like he was ecstatic, and he was just full of life. And I was like, I wasn't that happy. I must have done that. <laughs> and so I felt like, yeah, I mean, I guess he's going to get it. Like, I mean, I everybody kind of nailed it. After you walked out, everyone was like, holy shit. That guy is like, like, like that. I, I can see now where you got the idea for like the, 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 the personality. Like some of the stuff on paper now makes sense. But they said the same thing after Kumail. They said the same thing after, what's his, I can't really remember, remember his name. The guy that plays the assistant in 30 Rock. Uh, like the actor. Uh, Johnny Arbin or something. Johnny Arbin. That's got to be it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I feel bad now because I like that guy's gonna get mad, right? Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, he's a longtime yeah. listener, and it's, it's tonight's the night. Finally, we talked about him, and we couldn't get his name. Oh no, <laughs> he's gonna beat me up after the show. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, P- but Pooty was just the different. It was like, like like all he came in and it was just like, okay. After he walked out, it was like, okay. So are we gonna have a show with that guy in it or not? And so it had nothing to do with being right for the character. It was, it was like 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 now let's make the character right for that guy because he's like a super. 
superstar. Well, that's I mean, how he I did feel. these amazing things when he came in. No, and, but see, I see that. I see that I inspired the character, but then you took it into a, a really cool direction, and it became its own thing. And so Danny brought a lot of himself to it. You know? Yeah, yeah. And that's that's how it happened. Guess what, Abed? They can't fire your creator. Yeah, <laughs> that's You're right. going to be the same Abed the rest of your life. That's right. I'm in it yeah. for life, actually. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, can't, it, I can't just jump out. In a sense, uh, half of your, your people are, are uh, uh, like yeah. changing it to a different we, time we slot. Notes. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you, you've, tri- you've tried to fire his creator. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Come well, on. Well, uh, all right. I, I don't want to go there. I mean, <laughs> that, that's a whole other can. That's a whole other show. Do you, do, you, do you think Palestine should be a state, Abed? Uh, well, it is Dan, actually. <laughs> I mean, he calls it Israel. I call it Palestine. Like apples and wait, no, wait, potatoes and patatas kind of thing. Right. No, they're, they're different. Latkes and Latkes clumps and of dirt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what they have. Patatkes? I don't know what the... the, the I'm you trying to say latkes, I say patatkes. <laughs> they, they have some food that's like, blah, 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 whatever. Uh-huh. I can't say it. I don't remember. <laughs> like, I, I oh ate it. God. It was good. I don't remember what it was called. It's, like it's not called food, patatkes. You know? Yeah, patatkes. If Dan had said that, right. he ate some blah, blah, blah. Ah, but before you go, will you, um, will, you, will you tell everybody your idea for a restaurant? Oh, no. This again. <laughs> How many times have we... Okay. Well... I, this is like I came up with this so long ago and it was like I don't know why but it was a real idea for a restaurant yeah it was a real idea and, and for some reason you attached to it so like tenaciously like, because it's years. insane it's not insane though it's it's totally it, it should happen basically well I'm sure they'll agree yeah. just tell no, them no, tell remember, them okay because you forget the specifics like when I tell you the story like right. every time uh, so like uh, you have now, we all realize that little foods are taking over, right? Foods are getting smaller. I mean, uh, that's a, yeah. And, like, health... We can all agree on this, right? Yes, I mean... We can all agree... It's as simple as... As a premise. At, 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 Just, let's all agree as a premise... Before at, he goes at, any at, further, the well, little foods j- are taking over. J- just as the Wright brothers had to accept gravity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't write the rules. It's There's just fundamentals. Wake up, you guys. Okay, fact number one. Shake right. off the little idea foods of large are taking food over. For, 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 for one time in your life. I mean, okay, you're in a restaurant, you right. see a plate of little burgers and a plate of a normal burger. I think you'll go to the little burgers. Fact, I don't, I don't, fact it, number two. Oh, you can right. have. You could have like you could have like one little burger and right. be like, oh man, I got a taste and I don't feel guilty. It's great. Right. The whole hamburger, if you eat like some of it and you just put it down, you're like, that guy's wasting food. Fuck him. You know, it's like you look, you look, and, or you can't save it for later because it's weird. I don't know. So anyway, I'm with you, baby. I'm like, where can you go to get food that's all small? You know, there's no place. Yeah. Uh, you like, can go to the Smurfs Village. Yeah, that doesn't exist a, though. A tapas well, restaurant. I, mean, I think we've looked for that. What? Tapas. A, a what tapas the, restaurant. The Spanish have been doing yeah. this for for, yeah. for, for centuries. Oh, so they make small like burritos and tacos and stuff. They make little. They make little. No, no, no. I mean like. No, no. That, that's Mexico. D- describe your the Spanish. Just, the Spanish don't thing. make burritos. No, that, describe your restaurant, Abba. Describe oh, yeah, your right, restaurant. Right. So the so uh, the restaurant's called Bites. Bites. And I, at the time, I thought it was clever to spell it with a Y. Right. Because of the. Because the then everyone would think it was, was a computer like, store. Yeah, the oh. computer age was starting to like jump into the you know, when I came up with the idea. Yeah. And then I was like, this idea. Okay. Okay. Uh, you you just go in okay let's say I'm with someone like a girlfriend if I had a girlfriend and she's like oh my god I don't want pizza again you asshole I want burgers and you're like fuck you I want burgers you know that happens all the time at Bites 
What she kind, can what, what, have what, her, you know. What kind of relationship is this? No, I'm just, I'm just generalizing. It like, sounds like a terrible relationship. No, I'm saying, you're like thinking fuck you, but you're saying like, oh, I, I would like something else. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then, then, that's your thinking. It's like, like that Louis to, Armstrong song, talk right? To, talk to her nicely. Oh, yeah. Treat her like a lady. Okay, well, fuck you, lady. Okay, well, yeah. fuck you, lady. And then, yeah. uh, but, no, I mean, I, I, you know, okay. So that's the thing is like... So this, you walk into Bites. Yeah. And the, and the maitre d', is it, is it, he sits you? Well, he's small, too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is going to be like, yeah, I have it all. Uh, yeah. Wait. Uh, I mean, okay, okay. So you, you, you guys just, are all laughing, you, but... You're just talking about a tiny little village. <laughs> you guys are laughing, but if he's a little person... And, and you order, it's like, so he, it he, intensifies he, the experience, because you're like, everything's small, so No, cool. no, no, the waiters should be giants. They should be giants. They, no, they, should, they, the they should cast high relief on how small the bite of your food is. Well, I, I don't know if, if your waiter's tiny and he gives you a tiny piece of pizza, it looks like a real pizza. But that's what's cool, because in his world, it's like, oh, normal pizza, but then he gives it to you, and you're like, whoa, small pizza from small guy. Is he like, is he like a character? When you come in, he, he, he says, hey, can I get you some normal-sized food? <laughs> and and, and wow. there's a sign that says, don't tell him. No, that... <laughs> I, I, you, you should be a co-partner. I mean, I've invested in worse, I believe. Yeah, no, right, really, so, so Abed, Abed, I, I couldn't have thought of that. Abed, what, what is on the menu at Bites? Like, like, uh, take, well, me, okay. take me through the. Well, we'll, we'll just follow. Yeah. What the are the appetizers? Like a map of the world. Well, the whole thing is appetizers, right? The whole the, the entrees yeah, are appetizers. Yeah, every kind of food there. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, so you come in and you're like, man, I just love kebabs. Oh, they're so good. Right. And like, it's you go to a, McDonald's and like, kebab what? What the fuck? Get out. But you go to Bites. Right. And you just go to the section of the map where the Middle East is, and you got your kebabs right there, baby. So what, what does a kebab at, at Bites look like? Uh, well, they're like little. It's just everything. Like a toothpick with a cherry <laughs> tomato like, on it. It's like a tiny, like like gyro or kebab or whatever. It's, it's, little, it's just miniaturized. Yeah, it's like a little poop or something. Did they come from a little poop? Well, kebabs look like poop. Is, am I the only one kebabs that knows that? Kebabs do not look like poop. Yes, they do. By applause, ladies. Turd. Not if you're doing it right. Dude, not if you're I doing it right. I see a kebab and I go, giant turd. It's not a poop. Okay. And you want to say so, little so turd? Let's, let's say I. Well, yeah, little turd in here. I walk That's in, the name I, of the I special. walk into bites with my girlfriend, whom I love. Okay. And I walk in there and I say, you know, honey, what are you in the mood for? She goes, I'm in the mood for soup. So, oh, wow. So I, I would like, I would like, See, you I know, would like a, like a, 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 a Vietnamese pho. That's so I, yeah. fascinating because he had the same uh, thing back in the day, but his question was like, what about if I want soda? Do I get a little drop of soda? Right. Or do I get, you know, like, wh what's the deal with that? And then I had to say, which I think I, I was like mentally like, fuck, what do I say? He's you got me. I was like, all right, normal size soda. Because let's face it, no one's going to be like excited about a drop of soda. <laughs> so I think with the soup, I'm, I'm not excited about midget waiters. Uh, well, yeah, that's going to freak me out too. <laughs> What? Okay, well then you guys are. There was a guy. There was a guy at the. We're just trying to talk you through your business model here. Uh, Can I just tell, tell you real quick? Clearly, I'm not a businessman. I just want to interject. When I was like 10 years old, for a time, my parents separated, and I lived with my mom in South Milwaukee, as we called it, South Milwaukee. And uh, there was a McDonald's there that my grandma always recommended uh, because it had Billy the Brownie. And I always, I, I, I grew up thinking Billy the Brownie was a legitimate McDonald Land uh, character. Uh, I, little did I know I was going to a South Milwaukee McDonald's where some like homeless little person dressed up like an elf and just hung out at McDonald's. 
and would just talk to children and old people. That was his name, Billy Brownie. Yeah, Billy the Brownie. Like a walk-on yeah. character. And, and this was the this no, was wait, the like from Willow. Remember the Brownie? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. This was the early '80s, and I scarier. had seen that Donald Sutherland movie. Don't yeah. look now. <laughs> like like, like, like uh, yeah, it was a, and, a, and, a, and a deafening silence from our 25-year-old peanut gallery. But I, uh, let me tell you, that's uh, that's that'll put the midget fear in, in you. That <laughs> well, movie. look, I mean, I can't control your, uh, you know, whatever your psychosis is. I, I mean, what, what, I, whoa, 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 we're not. I, I, no, I'm just. Well, well, I'm just saying, like, 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 I. Th- that's the one experience I have with being in a restaurant and having a little person okay. be. Kind I thought of, you were attacking the restaurant with that psychosis story. I get. Well, I think Jeff and I were both suggesting to you that that, with all due respect to all humanity, like, okay. like, like the idea of institutionalized uh, no, like it, genetic it's, it's a eugenic kind of thing you're doing like you're going uh, like it's like a dachshund that you've bred to well, work I at mean, your restaurant you're, you're yeah. opening a lot of doors for me here because now I'm thinking Oompa Loompa situation I can get right like, just you hire find all little a special it's kind like, of little person it's like hooters exists. for yeah. for little people they only yeah. exist in one land and their skin is like blue and like or not blue so what about the animals are you going to breed little animals too? I just feel like c- c- community would have been a better show with this Abed <laughs> I do, uh, yeah. Even a way different show, yeah. Uh, so uh, I would have well, drove him nuts. Okay, so so now I don't want to I don't want to bend your mind, uh, but take me into the kitchen at Bites because this is where right. my investment is is hesitant. I, I really because I feel like the overhead is maximized in a kitchen where okay, so three tiny pizzas, one half anchovies, one half uh, mushroom, and two tiny tiny anchovy. tacos, and one tiny chicken shish kebab. Yeah, like I, I, I they think, have I think to. The way to do it. You make you make a real pizza in the kitchen. Here's here's my pitch. You make a real pizza in the kitchen, and then you have a little like um a little like, cookie like a cutter, cookie cutter that's shaped like teeth. Oh, that's like a, a good like, idea. like a little bite. And so you, it, it looks like somebody already bit out of the oh, pizza. That is awesome. Oh wow. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm like it's you guys gross. are opening it's so totally many new gross. doors here. Yeah. So you have you, you, you have a bite of a burger that with the teeth have already like incised the burger, oh. and you have that on the. So thing. then and then right. and then you put crumbs. Uh, on the uh, on the little person's cheek that meets you, and and he, let me finish. And he's the spokesmodel for the for the restaurant, and yeah, yeah. And, and, and his catchphrase is, "I'm full." <laughs> you, you you can finish it. <laughs> and, and over five locations now 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 on Hollywood and Layton. You can finish it. That, there's our commercial, man. Because he's ti- yeah. ti- Tiny Tommy. Come see his, Tiny his Tommy. stomach is extra small. Well, like a, no, but that's cool because it's like a Chuck E. Cheese thing. Everyone looks like the one thing, the one guy. You know, it's like if I had a ton of Chuck E. Cheeses at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, so, yeah. It's like that. It's like they're all they all kind of look the same. Oompa Loompas things, and yeah, and they're like they take bites out of the food, but you know they don't actually do that. Yeah, All right, what, what, cool. one, one more thing, and then we gotta we gotta keep well, the, the train moving. You didn't the kitchen. I wanted to give you that kitchen update. Well, I just think I just think honestly, it's a non-solvent business because I, <laughs> I, I and I don't always... think you've thought it through because I no, ju- no, no, I think no, no, that no. the reason why the reason why Mexican restaurants don't bother to go oh, fuck it, you can also get a fish uh, sandwich here and plus a pizza is because they would have to then like it wouldn't be worth it for them. You have to like kind of like t- focus your menu. Well, it's Little Cheesecake Factory basically. Right. Well, you know, I, I, I mean, there's like... fifty things in that menu, I'm right? Gonna Compromise though, because what if now we make a, like a special food land? So you enter food land, and there's like every restaurant in food land, kind of like the Disney of dirt restaurants. Because uh-huh. my dream was like I wanted people to have whatever they yeah. wanted in one place. Yeah. Oh right, right. As, that was the as Adam dream. Goldberg says it's called the food court. Right. <laughs> But food courts suck, and right. like they don't have any good food, and it's too big. 
Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck do I get? I'm confused. I'm going to eat a whole bowl of noodles? Imagine entering... What am I, a monster? Imagine a, a glorious theme park where it's like, it's like you know what I mean? It's like you're visiting France. Yeah. But you're actually eating French. You know, it's so you're talking about Epcot Center. <laughs> you're talking about a miniaturized Legoland Epcot Center. Yeah, it, uh, wow. Yeah, I, I guess I haven't been there, so that's probably what it's like, yeah. All right, you, you, you're looking good, Real Abbott. Let's have a hand for Real Abbott. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. You can... Me too. It's nice. I think... I think uh, yeah, yeah, I guess why don't you take a hike, too, Ridley? Thank you for coming, Ryan Ridley. That's how you get Ryan Ridley to come to your show. You give him some stage time. It's nice. I think everyone should create TV shows with their friends in them because then who, who is normally just normal Abbott becomes real Abbott. And he was kind of an unreal guy before. And now whenever I see him, I go, hey, it's real Abbott, man. It's groovy. I'm more real to you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's nice. It's a nice... It's a, you're welcome, Abbott, uh, for the favor I did you. But <laughs> is there any part of you, Dan, that feels like... Like, what's your feeling about creating a character based on him? Like, what, what, which version of that is... is your favorite? Well, I mean, I th- what, what do you mean? Oh, uh, which do you, do you wh- like? Wait, your which Abbott do I like more? I mean, yeah. Do you like your creation or do you like the do you like the inspiration? No, come on. Of course, I like real Abbott. He's real. Oh, uh, good. Yeah. Uh, Me too. <laughs> My favorite thing. We were at a party one time at Rob Schraub's place, and uh, and uh, Abbott was talking to a person that had passed out. Oh, god oh, damn it. Rob, uh, there was a person that had completely fallen asleep and was like head back. And Abed, you were breaking it down. You, and, and, uh, I didn't know he fell asleep. Exactly. Yeah, Abed just called out. I didn't know he fell asleep. Uh, he was exactly. The silhouette of a of a, pe- a person sleeping. He did look awake. He, he, he only he only lacked the, the disease coming out of his head. The the entire party started. So at a certain point, we went like, what, "Look what's happening over there." And, and Abed was just talking. There was just music playing, and he was talking to our friend Rod, uh, who was full on asleep. And for real, like, like not only this won't translate to the podcast, but but like seriously, not only talking to him. Like, so I guess you could see, like, you're talking, you're lost in thought, so you just you don't notice the other person listening. But like, Abed was making these expressions. He's going like. Like, like he was get, somehow getting feedback from our unconscious friend, as 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 Rod slowly slump like like b- b- before he hit the floor like 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 his head was like 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 he he looked like he was dead. He was his head was dangling, and Abed was just talking to him like but, he but was the, on the View or something. But the reason. The beauty of that thing, uh, th- th- what was great about that moment is not that that was, that was funny and hilarious. I mean, it was, but like, I like the sound of my own voice, too. Like, like, I, I, I would love the freedom just to talk to a oh, corpse man. for a while. Or to, yeah, to not care that much. I repeat my story. So we, we tell the same stories in Harmontown a million times over. It would be great just if you guys were all just mannequins. We yeah. could, just, uh, right, we could, we could yeah. tell the big Jello story again. It would be great. It's like a superpower. Let's 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 let, 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 let's keep the people that auditioned for the part of Abbott on Community Train rolling and bring up Kumail Nanjiani. <laughs> it's a theme tonight. I didn't know you auditioned for that. Huh? I didn't know you auditioned for that. Yeah, uh, I auditioned uh, to be that guy. How'd it uh, go? 
Well, I didn't get it, but I got pretty close. Um, oh yeah, for sure, man. I was I, I I would stay up at night going, "Fuck, did I fuck?" I mean, if it, if it weren't for Danny Pudi and for Real Abbott sitting in the audience right now, I would tell you, like, man, second place. I'd never. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I I had never acted at that point, by the way. That was my first. I when I auditioned for that, I had no fucking idea what I was doing. And you were really nice. I'd met you before a little bit, and you came out to all of us, and you were like, you know, it's a really awkward, weird fucking process. Sorry, we have to go through it. You like apologize for the process, which really? nobody does. Yeah. Well, that was I'm very great. hard to work with. <laughs> well, you gave me the wrong impression that day because I was like, oh, he's such an easygoing, nice guy. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Um, uh, I can't. I, I can't decide if Abed is Adam Goldberg light or if Adam Goldberg is Abed light. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I, like, 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 there's a whole Rubik's Cube of humanity uh, in, in our McDonald land. It's crazy. I'm going to open your... Uh, the you hop- notice Adam Goldberg's been playing hard to get. Like, that's his new strategy. No, he's, he's not. Well, he's, he retired from being a character at the Egyptian show and, like, he's playing it cool. He's, he's, he's reverse psychology. He's the gaming us. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Next time he wears like a huge hat to Peacock, like, oh, ignore me. I, 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 have, I have noticed from Adam's behavior that he's obviously read weird like men's guides to dating. <laughs> because he does things like he'll give you a, he'll give you a gift, but then the, two weeks later he'll go, can I have that back? And it's like, come on, that had to come from some creepy like, uh, like uh, FHM, guy, yeah. like, like, like guide to getting her. FHM.com slash approximate human behavior. <laughs> like, yeah. So, uh, uh, but and now, yeah, and he's just he's cold shouldering us. I mean, not nah, he's he's sitting he's he's sitting in the front he's in the second row. He's the second row now. Yeah, he's, he's not, not, I shouldn't say cold shouldering us. He's because he, he's not he's arms still piping up. He, he, but he no, look at him. He's got a healthy glow. He's smiling. He's having a good time. He's making us jealous. Like he's 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 showing up at, at the ex girlfriend's party and being like like hey what's up he just lifted up his sweater and showed us a Harmontown shirt underneath it though like, he's, yeah, there's something terrible is about to happen you should listen to and underneath underneath that shirt is clearly a bomb when you listen to his interview on the podcast cast uh, uh, he gets uh, deeply. Uh, it's, it's a bit, Aaron said she heard it and she was she was crying uh, because it, it gets so personally re- revelatory. I listened to it and I was like, "Well, that's no, it's uh, like, like like Adam's like you know he's got he's got a lot of my DNA, uh, maybe maybe fifty percent." Abed or Adam? Uh, Adam. Adam, right? Uh, he was like you know it's like you know he's got, he's got one foot in one foot out. Like when's he being self-deprecating? Is he a narcissist? Does he hate himself? Blah blah blah. He's kind of like like he's telling the story of how. Adam's a dungeon master, like 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 Adam's origin story. When you when you peel back the comic book characters' layers, the night that Spencer came, that fateful night, and Spencer <laughs> raised his hand when we said, "Is there a dungeon master here?" Adam's a dungeon master, and Adam oh, wasn't no. here that night. There's always true? a Spencer yeah. for real, and he had and he has had to live in, with the agony of some hypothetical alternate timeline where he is Spencer, ever since. The which, which, of the opera, <laughs> which 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 includes him coming on tour with us, and you know he, the poster yeah. has his face right? on it. Yeah. Adam, you're a dungeon master. Yep. Well, I have a story about it, but I'm playing hard to get, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But That's not how you do it. You can't say. <laughs> you can't reveal your strategy. That kills it. That should be rule number one. <laughs> don't tell anyone you read this article. Step two. I mean, 
Because Kamel, you played hard to get for a year and a half. Like we, 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 we had to ask you to come up on stage. No, screen. I didn't play hard to get. I came because my wife uh, started off producing the show. And, uh, it was her idea. She yeah, said, it was her she idea. She said, Dan Harmon, you should do a podcast. Yeah. It's not, it's not the light bulb. <laughs> I mean, every, everyone had a podcast but already. You know I was the last person to not have one. But she was like, come on, I feel bad for you. She did. <laughs> yeah, where is this going? <laughs> uh, so I used to come and watch with her because, you know, I really liked watching the show. So I would come and hang out and watch the show for like a year. Yeah. But you'd never played D&D before. No. But you're a gamer. You're, like, you love games, right? Yeah, you know, I grew up in Pakistan. We didn't really have D and D. wasn't really a thing. Well, nobody I knew too ever close did. to home. <laughs> because because of an institution. What do you think Pakistan is like? <laughs> Dragons? Well, Dan Harmon. I mean, there, there, y- you don't have first world problems, right? <laughs> <laughs> By definition, we don't. Uh, <laughs> I thought. I, hey, listen. I, I, we, all, all I know is what I read in my Noam Chomsky books. <laughs> I thought. I thought we had institutionalized a system of enforced, uh, you know, like 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 uh, you know, medieval like like uh, 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 theocracy over there, like playing one and against the other, and kind of oh, yeah, keeping okay. everyone everyone east of a certain line. Uh, listen, in a, now in a that you say it, I guess Pakistan is closer to D and D land than Minnesota. <laughs> yes. Is, yes. Know? Less there's a spectrum. <laughs> yeah, more yeah, caves. We have, I'm not saying there's ogres You're there. You're on the line. <laughs> caves is right on the line. <laughs> I feel like I really want to uh, argue with you guys, but I d- can't really find an argument right now. <laughs> well, it's an interesting. It, what, it is, is. what is my obligation as a, as a first-worlder uh, uh, privileged uh, guy growing up in Wisconsin? Am I, am I, is it, am I a better person if I acknowledge that, uh, that, the, that the, the Middle East is... Uh, is a kind of uh, uh, artificially enforced kind of medieval territory. Well, I will. Or, 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 or am I a better person if I go, there are people too. That's a great, oh, that's a, for the Fertile Crescent. What a wonderful place. The Paris of, of, of the planet. I think there's a happy medium between those two. The happy medium being that it's not medieval and also it's not the Paris of the planet. <laughs> I think the happy medium would be, you know, <laughs> that you and I grew up in a culture where we have so much free time that we can pretend oh, sure. to live where, where life in a world where every corner yeah. you walk around, like a guy might chop you up with an axe. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Again, that, that's our fantasy. I don't know how accurate that is per se. I mean, I do have axe wounds all over me. <laughs> but if you're good at dodging, you can live to be, you know, the average age is 19. Uh, but that's Listen, including man, infant mortality. It, we all saw Argo. We all know everything. <laughs> um, do you, do, Dan, do you think Pakistan is more magical than, than, uh, than Wisconsin? Because yeah. of, because of I imagine it's more, it's more of, 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 of all the territories over there. It's like one of the... Territories? You mean countries? <laughs> Of all the territories, uh, all uh, the your of all, tribes, of all you the mean airstrips, my family? <laughs> out of all the military bases that we have uh, over there, it's 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 it, it it is one of the more westernized and like has had a tradition of like uh, collaboration oh. with. Uh, yeah, it's sort of I would the great term white it Satan frenemy of America. Yeah, it really a is frenemy. A, yeah, yeah, frenemies. Yeah. Like in well, that, there was a, yeah, well, like, it's like, very. It, it really is because a lot of the country obviously is uh, against the West because it sort of stands for everything, uh, the opposite of what 
sort of Islam stands for in a lot of ways. But then also there's a big seduction of the West, you know. So once we got MTV, like boys started wearing shorts. So so it's sort of a weird tussle. It right. really is. It's you, you saw the country change once MTV happened. I, I saw it. Yeah, it was all over MTV. Uh, Kurt, Kurt Loder, you had the uh, Pakistan uh, yeah. uh, transformation hour. Uh, no, the uh, yeah, the, the like, like when nine eleven happened, there was like a, I, I, I really honestly can't recall the details, but I remember Pakistan was sort of front and center in the headlines. I think it had something to do with. I like, could see that we needed, you know, it's always there's always like some country like 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 uh, uh, Libya or like 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 some, some something happens and America wants to maneuver something, and then there's like some like uh, character that 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 no one's thought about for 10 years no one's used the word and i remember when 9-11 happened it was like pakistan 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 not for anything relating to anything other than like airspace or like, wow like something. so it's sort of like when i watched uh i know what you did last summer it kind of pissed me off that they were the murder was some fishermen that they wronged a year ago that you never saw so to you pakistan is that fisherman yeah yeah so i haven't i haven't heard you were like that fucking country <laughs> why but there was some kind of thing it was like 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 yeah pakistan was going that that was a safe house. They were harboring, you know, Al Qaeda or something like that, right? And or helping us, like it was like 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 you know, caught in between. Like the, the, the was was it Pakistan that had the? Uh, no, that's Jordan. Jordan was what? also like came to the forefront, and that's what and, Jordan's uh, gone. Pakistan, it, we're still hanging on to our fifteen minutes. In the, in the, remember in the remember in the wake of nine eleven, like 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 this is like like just speaks to like the first world, like like uh, like uh, 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 um, kind of like I don't know. Uh, God damn it! What's the word? What's the word? Um, not, not Ethnocentrism, uh, decadence, decadence. Yeah, that, uh, we, do. We, <laughs> I remember. I remember sitting in a restaurant and like, like in the wake of nine eleven and everything. What are we going to do? There's like a lot of Middle Eastern <laughs> talk and a lot of officials coming forward, presidents, prime ministers. All of a sudden, people who haven't thought about the Middle East in in, in, in ten years are watching it on CNN and looking at like, and the and the King of Jordan comes out and like uh, he's got this wife and just like sitting there eating a cheeseburger, going like, she's hot. Remember the kid? Like, like, was oh yeah, the qu- she, Queen of Jordan. It was like, oh, she's hot. She was hot. No, no, no. I thought that was. I, I thought that would get a bigger laugh. Like, I, 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 I like, it was, it was, no, like, I know, insane. but the like, like, this terrorist attack happened, and there's like all of this like shit bubbling up. But it was like I couldn't even. You just well, going, like, what you do is you take something. It's human. You take something big and you try and like digest it in the way you can. So the yeah, you try to turn it into an HBO something miniseries. that makes sense. You like, try, do you, do you, you try remember to make it into uh, bites? <laughs> What like, if, do you remember when uh, Saddam died? When they when they killed Saddam, right before that, they were like, "Oh, he really liked Doritos." Like, <laughs> who? Why are you telling us that? You already killed him. If you want us to like him, don't. <laughs> You'd be like, "Listen, turns out he likes Doritos, so we're stay of execution." He's not so different. They're like, "We killed him. Bad news. He liked Doritos, just like you do." Fuck. Bye. Yeah. While, we're, while we're while we're in this uh, uh, ticklish, sensitive, fun area, uh, I remember you and I having a, a conversation because you're an actor, uh, and uh, you said you weren't back then. Like that was your first audition as an actor, but uh, and since then, now you're, you you get a little acting career, and a little, little. Yeah, no, I heard the first little. <laughs> I like that it goes from the big, like, making fun of my where I'm from and my tribes, to now also the personal. Yeah, now we're going to go. It's very I, thorough. I, I've seen your bed where you sleep. It's, a, it's weird. It's a, like a... Uh, it's, it's a like, straw. Like, yeah. Uh, it reminds me of home, Dan. <laughs> I remember we had a conversation about, like... Uh, 
the weird like like what like how like okay a, 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 a white actor in America gets sides gets an audition hey they need a guy to play the uh, uh, male lead's best friend he kind of wants to fuck his girlfriend but he's half gay and uh, he loves basketball so you come in and you come in and you go like like the biggest struggle a uh, American white actor has is you go like oh this guy's kind of fratty so I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my spin on it but w- w- whatever it's not written for me but then there's this whole other component happens if you're Asian, if you're Latin, if you're if you're if you're Middle Eastern, if you're uh, whatever the other things are, um, Mordor. Uh, yeah, if you're an elf, if you're a dwarf, if you're yeah. Uh, the the, uh, the 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 I remember having a conversation that was kind of provocative and interesting. Like when we were talking about like you being like through no choice of your own, you're at the forefront of that because you have to ask yourself as a person obviously with like a 350 IQ comes from comes from like like. Actually, not not the metric system, though. (laughs) Not only ethnically, like 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 uh, having having this cross to bear, but actually, like you moved here and and are acting over here, and now you you get auditions, so you go in, and it's like you know, imagine the kinds of things like 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 we all know, like it's like it's like oh, this guy's a quirky guy, like we had a conversation about it, but I was drunk, so uh, like I don't remember it, but I remember it being fascinating. Maybe we could dig it up, and uh, I'm like Dr. Frank. Frankenstein was just sewing parts together. I, I feel okay. So my long time, first of all, when I first started auditioning, it was I was auditioning for a lot of parts. Clearly, that Aziz had gotten too big for. <laughs> <laughs> they were clearly written in his voice, and I read like three cab drivers named Aziz. I fucking swear that yeah. happened. It's a fun name. It was like, Aziz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You imagine him swinging tree to tree, Dan. <laughs> uh, Sorry, cave to cave. Um, Thank you. No, well, I, I think what it was, yeah, so I, I do a lot of auditions now where it's still, it, it's getting better, but a lot of people will sort of basically tell me to up my accent right. without saying it. Right. So I'll like do the audition. They're like, oh, that was great. That was great. Could you do it a little like even more? Like, even more exaggerated. I'm like, first of all, I'm not doing anything. This is how I talk. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I made a decision like two years ago where I was like, I'm not going to change my accent for any of these auditions. So I've had a lot of auditions go well, and they're like, all right, now try it this way. And right. I get sort of upset, and it becomes it's kind of obvious. And so I haven't. But then I see fucking, there's so many people. I don't want to name names, but there's people that you... No, who are brown actors who I'll audition with, and I'll I can fucking hear them in there yeah. like p- pissing on their legacy, like all doing all that shit. <laughs> it fucking pisses me off so much. We're talking about Danny, like, P- Danny Pudi, right? <laughs> fucking Danny Pudi. <laughs> but it always gets me. It, that really angers me. It's like it's like sort of like they're like scabs, you know? Like, come on, we're all in this together. Right. Don't fucking. And then they get the part. Right. Wow. I yeah, my my ex girlfriend Erin Hill. When I was dating her, she was uh, she was a media studies uh, getting her master's degree, going for a PhD, and she 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 would spend all this time going through these archives, and she she uncovered this thing from the probably the forties or fifties. This this Native American actor who uh, his headshot was like oh God. it was signed, and he was at, like he had a he had a, a bowler hat with a feather in it, and one it, it was, tear running down his face. Yeah, well, that was that was the seventies. That was when we actually started to go <laughs> like like hey. These guys have clout they're, they're, now that they're all dead. Like, 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 what if, what if, what if you made them yeah. cry? Um, uh, back then, it was still like, like, hey, they're funny. Um, they're, they're, their houses are pointy. Um, the uh, 
the, his headshot was like signed like me me wantum commission uh, for agentum. Oh uh, like, god! Like, m- m- much good wampum for you know like like like, like yeah. obviously you could tell the guy was like like, yeah. like 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 a good guy. Yeah, he's like, how do I get the part? Yeah. <laughs> it, and and it's like. Hero or villain or the whole Hollywood shuffle thing, the, 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 like, 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 but it's, it's the, the interesting thing about it is the lack of like easy empirical truth. Because if I'm an African American actor and I, and I, like, 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 why don't I, for instance, have the right, the same right that a Caucasian actor would have to affect a Brooklyn accent or take advantage of the fact that I'm from Jersey or, 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 or that I have, that I know what a Southern person sounds like to, in order to try to get some part sure, according, yeah. uh, according to the Francis or whatever they're doing. Um, the, uh, if, a, if you're, you know, you're a black person and you're going in as an actor and it's like, well, this guy's a, he's a little groovier. He's a little blacker than you're doing. It and that's not yeah. how you talk, but you're an actor. That's the it's it's like it's a terrible thing to put someone in the in the position of your 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 craft is supposed to be pretending. You're supposed to be able to pin medals to your chest to the extent that you're able to portray uh, a, a you know a, 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 a different different aspects of yourself and other people, imaginary people. We give awards to people who do it who 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 do, remove us from reality more. And so now, even though you didn't buy a ticket to that ride, here you are as an actor. Actor, when all the other actors get to just go, I either get the part or I don't. You have to, you have to tweak it in your head and go. Well, I either get the part or I don't, and there's way less parts. And on top of that, I have to fucking act like the, I like the to. one Indian guy, the one like brown guy that people are comfortable. Although the couple things, one, it's I, I feel it changing. Like I've been getting parts that were written for white guys and stuff, so it's changing. Right. And I do think. Honestly, that uh, the character of Abad on Community did sort of change things because it was a kind of uh, brown guy that we hadn't seen on TV before. Right. And uh, so when I read that, I was like, oh, when I watched the show, I was like, oh, this is great. This is, you know, a new kind of brown guy. This is going to change. And then I read, like, the next pilot season, I read, like, five scripts that had, like, There's still basically Abad with different names. Uh, sh- uh, the, a friend of mine uh, that I won't name because I don't want to get him in trouble read a pilot and it's, I don't even want to describe it because I don't want anyone to get in trouble. But, like, uh, there's a... According to this friend of mine, there's literally a point in the script where um, the the other characters are introduced in this kind of wacky ensemble, and literally the names of the characters are Asian lady and fat guy, and, like, like they didn't... It's, it's like, whoa, got home by three today, huh? Like, <laughs> crazy. So, And I really think that if you're... You know, since the Harmontown audience, I assume, is 90% writers and, and, and 85% 25-year-old writers, like... I, I I think that the uh, the way to break the cycle starts at the starts at what I used to call the typewriter. Like you you uh, I I think the key to it is like you have to avoid the temptation. Like 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 with, like with the Abed character in Community, that was the one exception in that script where you actually bothered to uh, explicitly say he he says he's half Palestinian or something like that. Like yeah. it, it was it was in part uh, real Abed is half Palestinian. It felt important to the character to me for some reason. Maybe I was right. Maybe I was wrong. It makes sense because he's a guy who's half. So he's sort of obsessed with pop culture. But then all, there's also this other part of him that sort of it sort of makes him an observer, even though it's not specifically a racial thing. But somebody who's sort of straddling two cultures like that. And maybe sort of, I mean in in, in retrospect, and it's also, but but. Not 
not. I mean, he could have been a white guy, and it wouldn't have been. There was one storyline with his dad that was a little specific to his ethnicity. In retrospect, but. he definitely could have been a white guy, and he surely could have been half Indian, half Polish, which Daddy Pudi is. But at the time, there was this whole not a whole brouhaha, but it's just like I monitor Twitter, and it's like there's all kinds of different viewpoints that come in, and some you know justifiably some come in and go, why why do you have an Indian guy playing a half Indian guy playing a half Arabic guy? Like like what are you doing? So all brown people, blah blah blah, very justifiable, absolutely. But it didn't shake down that way. You create a character. You say, uh, okay, this is based on my friend, real Abed, whose whose dad was Palestinian, whose mom was whatever Nordic or something, and who had this very specific backstory to him. You know, his dad was like, uh, 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 like, like it had really a lot to do with the relationship with his dad, which we did explore. It was like his dad was. Uh, not a fundamentalist Muslim, but a passionate one, uh, a stern guy, a kind of great Santini type in my head. And that, that, that would be because father and son stories are very important to male characters that that was important. And it was like it, 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 race isn't important. That's an artificial construct. But nationality of your parents could be culture. Yeah. Called an important thing. So 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 then. Danny Pudi walks in, fucking blows the roof off the room. Okay, like, like, like. Can this, we stop this... talking about how good he was in the audition? Uh, we get it. He got the part, Dan. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I was really upset when I didn't get it, but when I saw the show, I was like, oh, the right guy got it. Anyway, go ahead. No, I think that's the great thing about casting. Yeah, it's like, it's like no one's gonna feel bad about this. Like, let's all let's all watch yeah. the fireworks. But uh, the um, the 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 uh, but then so later on, it's like like the tweets coming, and it really vexed me because I'm like, I've got all this white guilt, and like I'm, I'm always, I, you know, I want to be Norman Lear. I don't want to be I don't want to be a bad person. I want to I want to use my 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 talent right. I want to contribute. I want to make people happy. And, uh, and 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 people are going like, what? Why? Why is this brown guy playing a different kind of brown guy? So torn between like 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 this is a slippery slope where you go like, oh. By the way, that's not an issue to me or any. I mean, that's they're really. I think it's really... a justifiable issue to some people, but it all depends on where you. It all depends on the context. Like like if you, like, it it really is. It's such a it's such a strange time to be alive, and I think I think I think I think that there is no there is no magic wand to wave over it, no rule. But I definitely think it starts with people writing scripts where you gotta you gotta detach yourself from like it's it's like you you just go like oh this character is amazing he's this big fat black guy and he but he talks like a little girl isn't that a great character no it's not yeah. like that's a great actor if that guy comes in and plays the character of well how important would it be to you if uh, if you change the gender of people like, like, like well that's where yeah where do you stop and it's like 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 do we do we do we progress to a weird Gene Roddenberry age where, st- where screenplays are like ones and zeros and you're kind of like uh, 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 the the rook has a problem with the pawn you know and that's yeah. I don't know and does and does that mitigate creativity does that mitigate passion obviously the answer is yes because to the extent that you do that, then some punk rock writer is going to go, two black dudes walk in. It's fucking script rules. Uh, you know, uh, it, it, whatever. So we don't, we don't have to keep talking about that. It's because there's no, there is no, there is no, there is no finish line for that. I think, I think the discourse is the valuable thing. I, 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 yeah. I, I think that people talking about it is the only place that it's I think as long so. as you're aware of that, you know, I think a lot of times, a lot of scripts I read, it's just funny. I can read it. Well, I'm like, oh, the line isn't funny. It's funny because whoever wrote it in his head, uh, heard it in an Apu accent or whatever. That right. happens a lot. Right, and right. I've gone into... I uh, I don't want to... Uh, this is too specific. We, we uh, won't tell anybody. All right. Okay. So... Uh, this is very specific. Can I sort of tell you later to take it out if I decide 
Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Well, I had this one. You raped a baby. I did this one movie. <laughs> What'd you say? You raped a baby. TLDR, semicolon, whatever. Yeah. I wanted to rape a black baby, but then, you know, I was like, race doesn't matter. So it was like Hispanic or whatever. Some kind of. Snickers. It's satisfying. I'm sorry, we can't edit it out. That's where we did our Snickers spot. They pay us a lot of money. Sure design t-shirts. Oh. So soft. <laughs> this segment brought to you by Nabisco. <laughs> I, uh, I had this movie that I didn't audition for that seen my stuff that liked it and it wasn't a huge part so I went in and the first day of shooting they were like, so how thick are you going to do your accent? And I was like, well, I'm not going to do it thick at all. And they were like, what do you mean? It's written, it's supposed to be a thick Indian accent. I was like, well, I sort of have the 10 year out of Pakistan accent, and that's what it's going to be. So it became this huge thing. Uh, producers were calling and stuff, and I called my agent, and I was like, you know, I think they're going to fire me off this movie. And I was like, I know I can make this part funny being myself with the lines, but I don't know if I can make it funny if you want me to do like a crazy accent. And then I just, I was like, just let me do one the way I talk, and then we can talk after that. And it worked, and it worked great, and they were like, all right, just do what you're doing. So I think a lot of people are just scared of writing parts or imagining parts that don't fit into whatever, you know, their little boxes or whatever. It's hard right. to see. As we get, you know, in the beginning, like there was a, now there are a lot of black act, uh, characters on TV and they're all sort of varied and different. And I, I'm sure there's still strides to be made. But there was an actor, Emily was telling me about this. There was an actor in, when was it, Emily? His name was Sleep and Eat, is what he went by. And his whole mythology... Sleep Aid? Sleep and Eat. Like, oh, sleep, sleep and, and eat. eat. He was an actor, and his whole thing was, just give me a place to sleep and something to eat, and I'll work for you. Like, he totally played up that whole... So, so he could step or fetch it. Yeah. Right? It, it really was like that. It was like that. And wow. so, so... And that wasn't... He wanted, he wanted wampum for his... Uh... Yeah, that wasn't that long ago, you know? <laughs> and it's changed, so... Uh, yeah, so on one side of it, yeah, you got writers. Writers have got to do everything they can to go, like, okay, I'm going to create a character that's based not, on, on an emotional component. And if there's biographical components, then that comes out of the watch. And then on the actor's side, it's like, I think if you're the Meryl Streep of Pakistani actors... Then you could maybe fuck around with it. They go like, could you lay the accent on a little more thick? You go like, okay, I'm going to do that in a based on my decades of studying all of these different kinds of, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, for me it was. I decided not to do it because it was hard for me to parse which parts were the guy had a thick accent and it made sense in the story, made sense for the character, and which parts were because I was going mostly for comedies. Which parts were a thick accent just because the guy thought it would be funnier for a thick accent Indian guy to say a motherfucker or whatever, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So or talk about Star Wars, which was like a big thing before. Oh yeah, that was why Abed was like a important thing to me was because it was like he. I want him to be the foremost expert. Uh, it's uh, the, 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 yes, he's going to be talking about pop culture. It's not funny. Because he's a, he doesn't have an accent. He's he's it's it's, it's like before that. It's, 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 I mean, he like, has an accent. It's, like, it's the American let, let accent. Let me ask you a question: When Batman fights Bob the Goon um, in issue number three, it's like it's funny. Oh, because listen to how he talks. And he's yeah. not supposed to know about Star Wars, and that's like that to me is like kind of like a black guy in a dress. It's like all a part of the same like tree. It's like it's like like okay, there's nothing. The character's not real. The character yeah, is like. Yeah, but then also when you think of something like nerd, the way that nerds are written a lot of times are also in a box. So you know, Star Wars is a good example. I read so many scripts where where someone's a nerd, if they talk about Star Wars, that's like oh they're a nerd, they're a nerd. And I would always, if I'm working on something and there's a Star Wars reference, I'm like that feels so generic. That feels like you're just saying sci-fi. Right. Make it more specific. Make it you know. Lord of the Rings or something so uh, for everything you do there's these sort of pointers like little 
ways that you put people in in boxes. Yeah. I can't believe you guys are here still. <laughs> be, a, be, a, be a better writer and be a better actor, and we'll all, we'll all meet somewhere in between. Well, all spe- right. Speaking of characters and, uh, speaking and, the, and of the unknown, char- let's, uh, let's pull some? my pants down. Uh, yeah. Dan... Whip that dick out on these people. I want to show you these two characters, Clifford and Northumberland. Uh, Let's bring they're classics. They're classics. Spencer, Spencer, <laughs> will you come to the stage? Spencer Crittenden is in. Spencer Crittenden, Dungeon Master Extraordinaire. Hey, I, I have something to ask Kumail while Spencer st- sets up. Yeah, I, 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 we, we we don't do anything like very. We, we're not we're not a, a big planny uh, uh, podcast. Like, and I, I as a person, I don't I don't make a lot of plans and contact a lot of people. But you, this is your third third time up here, and uh, uh, I I are you are you bummed out that you have to keep coming up, or are you? No, I uh, love being on stage with you guys. It's always super fun. Okay, because you, really your character like could like fall off a cliff, or also like you, you don't have to like, like like. There's no pressure. Like you know. No, I would actually prefer if your character had maybe a little bit more. <laughs> you give us what's more. The, what's the word I'm looking for, Dan? Uh, uh, I don't know. A little, spice. A little more. <laughs> You know what's funny? Could, could, could you could you cave it up a little more? Cave it up. <laughs> what's ABC funny is Geico, cave it up. For black actors, there is a phrase they always say: "Be more street." That's what they say, or right. more urban. urban yeah. For my people, there isn't that word attitude, yet. Attitude, attitude. Like yeah, black attitude. Hear a lot for us, auditions. there aren't. There isn't like a set number of like adjectives that you can use what, to really. What, what, what there must be some. There's certainly in casting offices. They They'll say even like, more. You, uh, some people are uh, stereotypical. Obviously. Ooh, they Say yeah, that one's harsh. One woman was like, "All right, that's good, but be even more uh, funny." But the way she said it was like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, be, like you people. Could you be? They less, want me to do. Could you be less six ten and more? I don't know, seven eleven. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're at an eight. Need you at a seven eleven. I'm get, what I'm getting right now is like a B plus poo. Yeah. <laughs> I want like a. They really want like you to do. Ipu. They really want you to do the Apu accent, which is voiced by a white guy. <laughs> Hilarious. Right. Their idea of an Indian accent is literally a white guy. Oh. Anyway, but you know what? what? Did, it what is you, getting what, better. What did you think about? Uh, God damn it! What's his name? He's an awesome actor, Monk. Uh, uh, um, Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub. What did? Did you see Quick Change with Bill Murray? I don't remember. I saw it when I was a little oh kid. He plays a cab driver in it. Uh, bad, bad, bad first impression. Like, like, and he plays a cab driver who is very. He doesn't speak English, and he's like, it's it's, it's this farce. Like, Bill Murray's trying to get out of town. He robbed a bank, and now he can't. He just can't get out of New York. And one of, one of the one of the one of the complications is uh, is like Jason Robards plays this detective who's one step behind Bill Murray, and he's trying to pick up his trail. Uh, Tony Shalhoub played this like 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 just like. On paper, like he's he's a Middle Eastern cab driver. Is one of the many things about New York that prevents you from getting out after a bank robbery, and 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 he's and so he's he's witness to the fact that Randy Quaid like fell out of the cab. Blah 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 blah. So Jason Robards is 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 is, is interrogating him. Like where did they go? Where did they go? And, uh, and 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 he's doing like this mime shtick. Like on paper, like it couldn't be more like like because he's going bluff Tony. Bluff Tony, and he's like miming, honking a horn. He's trying to tell them through his through his, you know. How is he a cab driver uh, if he can't understand English? I I I, I, <laughs> I remember the first time realizing, like uh, watching Short Circuit, Fisher Stevens. 
and being like, that's not. Yeah. I know what we look like, and th- it's not that. The, uh. I just. I, I, I just always like, like like if you watch it go rent quick change it's a it's a it's a really like like a, I don't know it's an amazing little like three in the morning movie snuggle up with your girlfriend or boyfriend open minded night um, and uh, or 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 your or your dog but not if whatever it doesn't I'm not and I'm don't, not a, don't don't fuck your dog that's what we're saying and also I'm not equating bestiality with homosexuality or with uh, heterosexuality no 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 those are three you, distinct types of people c- cut, 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 cuddle up with whatever you want to cuddle up with or don't cuddle hang up upside down like a bat from Don't a cuddle. pole. Yeah. Uh, the point is not what you're doing. The point is the movie. To, to, There's no wrong way to watch Quick Change is what you're saying. I don't know. I think uh, fucking your dog and watching it might I be... Say, I, I, I think that's uh, bigoted of you to say that. I say Yeah, what if the and, dog's and into it? There are people... Why is that a crime? We have a lot of people that are going to hear this podcast, and some of them may want to rape an animal while they watch Quick Change. And I, well, say, rape is- I, say, I say good for you. Well, no, rape, but rape consensual. And watch, the, the important thing is that you watch Quick Change. <laughs> the animals aren't important here. Different people have different uh, yeah. priorities. Right, a stereotypical Middle Eastern character while watching Quick Change. Just watch Quick Change. Yeah. Tony Shalhoub walks into this character that is written as a sand trap of stereotypicality. It's, it's no pun in. Wow. I love uh, that play right. of words. All right. Jesus Christ. Okay, the reason I said that oh, is because God. I didn't see it as a thing because I'm, I don't think really? it's golf so Parts much. of you saw it. You're a big yeah. golfer. Dan, this is the first golf analogy you, you, you've used in the entire run of the show. <laughs> well, if racism is that unconscious, then <laughs> hey. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's trying uh, to curry favor with the police. Uh, um, Tony Shalhoub, who is like, like I, 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 I <laughs> save it, Dan. You can still, you can salvage this. Salvage. this is like the, the, the go, go watch it. It's this scene. Jason Robards is talking to this guy, this character that may as well be Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at yeah. Tiffany's. Oh dear. But Tony Shalhoub. Like, like, who didn't say no to that audition? I'm not, I'm not at all like flying in the face of anything that we've said. And like, like, was that like, like? But it's an interesting thing to look at because Tony Shalhoub, um, like he, it, it, like his, his, like he's just he's, he's he made some decision walking onto the set that look, uh, I, I'm an actor and I, and I'm going to make people feel this character's pain and frustration. I, it's not. I'm not gonna make them hear his funny accent and hear stuff. Like only thing I can remember from that scene is like Jesus Christ, this guy is so scared and yeah. so and so and so uh, like 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 he's he's alone and he doesn't know what's happening. Like like it's, it breaks you to the brink of tears. It's just supposed to be this stupid gag about this guy that talks funny. But I'm telling you, like, take a look at it. Tell me if I'm wrong. Email me, whatever. You know my email address. Ne- next time in town, we just screen uh, Quick Change. Yeah. <laughs> and I can guarantee you, we'll get Tony Shalhoub for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That would be amazing. Another thing I remember the first time being, like, watching this, and I, as a kid and being like, that's not right, was, I think it was Bad Boys, where there's a part where they're talking to, like, a clerk at basically a 7-Eleven, whatever. Do you remember that scene? And the guy calls him a mother bitch. And I was like, oh, we know everybody. If you know enough <laughs> to know that bitch is a swear word and that mother something is a swear word, you know it's motherfucker. Mother bitch, nobody's ever said that. It's funny. It's funny. You guys are like Mad Libs. You yeah. don't know what you're doing. Mm. 
Yeah. Oh, you pussy. Oh, oh my goodness, chicken hyper. Oh, your motherless dog. I put a goat in your foot. You chode, chode punter. <laughs> uh, Spencer, keep it the fuck down, would you? Enough. All right, we need enough. Oh, sorry. We need a, We need a, <laughs> We, we need a stool and a mic for uh, for for Sedona uh, Mulrain. Aaron McGathy to the stage, would you? <laughs> Spencer, get us up to date in our in our campaign, would you please? Yeah. Did anything happen? Wait, can you guys? Can you guys? <laughs> huh? Did anything happen last time? <laughs> You know, I, wasn't I, I, have a, I have a vague memory. I, 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 <laughs> I was in bed knitting Jeff a scarf. Did anything happen? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I fucked your horse. <laughs> but also, I fucked Dan's bird, and I fucked a squirrel. I fucked a lot of things. Like, you uh, fucked a half a dead zombie? I fucked, yeah. I was... <laughs> I don't know if you fucked it in the appropriate part, or if you just fucked the, where it got sliced. It was unclear. Uh, Adam Goldberg was, was texting me last week during the show, live texting, uh, Jeff, just, Jeff just fucked your horse. And then Dustin Marshall was Not like... Not a real horse, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, uh, Spencer, take it away. The horse is as real as the fucking it got. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. relatively speaking. When we last met, our heroes had been following Christopher, the bard, to the fabled ruins of Mershul, home of the soul of growth. After traveling for a time, day shifted to night, and before long, the sound of unsettling moans and wails echoed throughout the forest. Less than cognizant of the impending threat, our heroes took a rest break, discussing music, studying ancient tomes, and fucking wildlife, until, <laughs> until a group of zombies were all but upon them. Mulrain, who in a fey mood bargained with the party over her use of the Entangle spell, eventually decided to use it and captured several zombies. After making quick uh, several concessions, the party waited for the forest to do its bidding. After entangling their foes, the two made the, uh, the barbarian, with the help of the new blood spell cast by Sharpie, made quick work of the remaining zombie stranglers. This is all going to shit. <laughs> the party pressed on before arriving at an ancient crumbling ruin deep within the forests of Twyla. So, um, if you can see, I'm not even on the music. I'm so sorry, everybody. You got, you got 26 seconds. How are you feeling? Just say how you're feeling. Walking through the ruins, you notice several stone statues before you, lurking and guarding the ruins within. Spencer, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, audience. Okay, so it's Quark, Sharpie, Mulrain, and Christenberg. <laughs> who, who, uh... He wrote, he wrote and performed... The Lady in Red. Yeah, huge hit. Yeah. <laughs> Career's kind of fallen on, you know, maybe a, a, bit, of a, a bit of a lull. I would say so. <laughs> you certainly didn't expect that you'd find yourself here. No, no, no. I thought once I had Lady in Red, I was like, oh, the world is my... Like, I looked in the mirror and I was like, this shit's too easy. Right. <laughs> Sergeant yeah, now Pepper. Here, now next. here you are. You're, you're standing outside of a stone ruin. Uh, who, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, I've heard horses being fucked. Right. Yeah, shit's shit's gone off track. <laughs> All right, so uh, I examine surrounding Spencer. The masonry appears ancient, part of some long-past ruined civilization. 
Most prominent are worn and crumbling statues stood on stone pedestals bearing the likeness of humanoids with bestial heads. They appear to be dragon heads. Mm. The statues flank a well-worn stone floor that leads about 60 feet down to a thick stand of tightly knit trees. Between the trees is a small crevice in the dead center of the clump of trees. I there find, uh, sorry. No, that's, I was, I was just saying go. Sorry. Oh, sorry, that's everybody. Okay. It's okay, Spencer. Are we cool? I, my self-esteem is just What's negative. going on, Spencer? You seem a little down. Spencer, you're a true dungeon master. You're the best. What are you talking Thanks, about? guys. People Spencer, come for you. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. What, what's I going great, on? I had a great day with Nolan. Um, you know, I, I had Christopher? Me- I wish. Yeah, what a name drop that would be. I mean, he's just like he's just out there. Well, Nolan, no, S- just, sitting on top of the Hollywood yeah. sign. We're in talks for. Uh, <laughs> what if this H was in another H? <laughs> oh, Christopher, you're amazing. <laughs> yeah. What was the question? Who is Nolan? What? Well, huh? He's he's there. Oh, Spencer, you, you don't seem yourself tonight. What's going on? Yeah, no, uh, we ate at Pink's Hot Dogs. Ah, uh, okay. Did you get that the uh, you Did you get the ennui dog? <laughs> I couldn't even tell you what I got. It was like I thought I was going to get something, and then I saw these little squares that said "Try these other things," and I tried one of the other things. You mean menus, Spencer? <laughs> no, menus are lists. These was are the problem? Squares. Was the problem that the hot dog was too big? <laughs> You, you, you might have just wanted a, a bite of the hot dog. <laughs> I'm still. What? I, 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 <laughs> so, are you saying that your, your stomach is in a little turmoil right now? No, not. Are, are you shitting well, like a goose right now? Is that, that already? I, I'm past that phase. Right. That's done. Spencer, did you did you have a good time at Dan my Oscar party? Last oh yeah, time? you know how to throw a party, Aaron. <laughs> Noted. I guess I'm. He's I was the, looking for validation Spencer, after party. Spencer, uh, that, that was a good line reading. Let's try it again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this time, could you be a little yeah. more? Uh, <laughs> He's been know. to the same websites that Adam Goldberg's going to. I was to. in fishing. I was in fishing. I really enjoyed uh, Spencer, the peanut butter cake. It was good. Yeah, I made peanut butter cake. You yeah. know, you can make peanut butter cake. Yeah, they they don't have to be separate uh, 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 things that make you equally happy. Like, you can actually have peanut butter and cake at the same time. It was our cheat day, and I was like, Dan, what do you want? He was like, peanut butter cake. I was like, that's not real. (laughs) And then I Googled it. It was very real. And And I do do admit I made it up, but I knew if you Googled it, it, you... I know there's got to be a thing. Cause Next if you, week, it's going to be blowjob lollipop. Or well, I mean, just, that's already a real thing. Sp- 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 Every lollipop's a 40 years lollipop. of chronic masturbation, if you Google it, it is there. Like, yeah. like, I knew peanut butter cake would be there if, if fucking like, cake farts is there. Go the distance. Oh, man. Um, I find my horse, Coco, uh, sitting at the bottom of a shower. <laughs> Wait, I, I, my memory's a little foggy, but I, I, I'm pretty sure at some point it became consensual with Coco, right? It became Co- consensual. I don't this think is it, the raciest it, it, thing anyone has ever said. No, it no. became. She stopped resisting. I never. It became consensual. I did not. She ra- stopped crying. I did not rape Coco. I fucked Coco, and Coco dug it. Did she? Okay. Spencer. What was Coco's stance on this? I, I, if I recall, Coco, uh, her 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 Winnie's. Her name means yay. She. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best horse rape joke I've ever oh heard. Oh my god. Oh 
Oh my god. <laughs> Show's over. Um, like, what best horse rape joke ever? Yeah. <laughs> Naming's yay. Naming's oh yay. God. That's pretty good. Meanwhile, statistically, eleven people in this room have been raped. Uh, by Jeff. By, by, by Jeff. me last last week, and they fucking loved it. <laughs> Halfway through, they lost, started liking uh, it. Uh, but right. Spencer, Spencer, the horse, the horse this is did, important. Where was it consensual? This is very. Can we the, the horse can did we orgasm. Call the episode name means yay. Can we? Can we make that the name of the episode? I'm in favor of that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't, are you rolling a dice to see I've if it was randomly determined that it was <laughs> consensual? <laughs> it was consensual. He it was says. Consensual. Yeah. yeah. See, one through okay. three would have been non-consensual. I well, rolled great. a four through six. So it was barely. Yeah, barely <laughs> consensual. Yeah. It, it was. It was. Cri- it wasn't critical consensuality. <laughs> <laughs> She's had better. <laughs> I'm a gnome. <laughs> It's not the size of the barbarian. <laughs> it's the motion of the sword. <laughs> it's the motion of the potion. She thought the the, the wind was blowing strong. Uh, okay, well, no, that's good news. That's good news. Yeah, no, Coco had a great time. Uh, fine. Jesus, apparently. <laughs> well, fantastic. Huh? I, look, I, I don't remember. You don't remember? Oh, right, right, right. right. Okay, okay, so I led them here, right? Yeah, yeah. You were you got you were leading them here. Zombies happened. You took care of those. Then you came yeah. up in this room. I kill. I hit a zombie. Yeah, it was my first hit in many years. <laughs> hey, nice, Chris, nice. Chris, Chris, let it go, man. It's like it's, uh, it's you're, you're hung it's, up on Chris. This. As you're traveling uh, on this journey, do you have a soundtrack running in your mind? Yeah. Yeah. What's happening right now? It's Lady in Red. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're looking down a flight of stairs. Uh-huh. Right, down, it's down a flight of stairs. Like I, I'm not a visual so, thinker. Okay, there's there's two there's four statues, two on either side of this path. The path goes to like what seems to be an unusually thick clump of trees, and in this thick clump of trees, you can see like maybe a man-sized hole, ah. like in the trees. Okay, which which man? <laughs> Many different sizes. Hey man, never mind. Sorry. Standard man. So, so that's in there is where the soul of growth is. Yeah, you but know that for sure, Christenberg. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I led you guys here. I haven't led you astray yet. It's in there. All right, Christenberg. Uh, why do you keep on signing all these uh, trees and you're putting your autograph on everything? Dumb. I'm sorry. I, no, because uh, I'm practicing for my right. you know inevitable second hit. That was a bad setup. I'm sorry. Pork. Uh, will you Willem Dafoe into this hole and kind of like uh, <laughs> platoon style? Okay, uh, so I I, I, uh, I I I do my best Willem Dafoe uh, impression from Platoon, and I go, "See you in a week," and I uh, that's from Platoon, and I and, and, uh, and I and I I, I I turn a little uh, a little one of those Vietnam bendy flashlights uh, that have a little red light, and I jump down the hole. Well, do you want to? Can I it? look for Vietnam bendy flashlight on Amazon? I've got one. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to light an actual torch? Yes. Okay. I light an actual torch. Yeah. Slipping through the <laughs> slipping through the hollow, you fall about twenty feet. Oh. Landing in about thick th- or three feet thick feet three feet of thick foul mud. Below the mud is hard stone, and you can't see in the pitch black conditions. Where's my torch? It just plunged into this thick mud and went out. What? So, Okay. I walk over, light a torch, and I want to throw it to him. That happens. Okay. Um, you, see, you see a torch falling from above. I hey, ca- torch! I got it! All right. You grab the torch and hold it aloft. Thanks, Christopher. Yep. 
<laughs> the room is pretty narrow, but you can make out what seems to be a square in the uh, in the far wall. Try not to fuck it. <laughs> you know, square peg, round hole, that kind of thing. I should Look, mention. I'm all, you, I'm all fucked out from last week. You also see several perfectly spherical, fist-sized holes perforating the wall. I fuck. I fuck one of those holes. The first it's one per- feels good. No, it's- the second one feels <laughs> slightly bitey. Yes. It's uh, it's too loose, man. You're not that big. <laughs> You can fist I said it. Fist size holes. Okay, man. I put my fist in the. I fist the hole. I'm not suggesting. What, what that am I gross? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I, uh, I I look. I, I I see a hole shaped like a fist. Uh, I put my fist in the hole. Okay. Yeah. Fists in a hole, dude. The, I uh, and then I uh, I, I rotate it thirty degrees to the right. Then 40 degrees to the left. I don't know. I'm, you I'm, hear I'm, the far off sound. No, nothing happens. <laughs> okay, I take my fist out of the hole. Okay. Yeah. Can I, I go, hey, guys, come on down here. There's a bunch of can ho- I go fist down holes down, down yeah. here. I think you might have rope. Yeah, I mean. You I can, have a rope, guys. Guess, yeah. We can use it to climb down. Yeah. You want to climb down? Okay. Yeah. Climb down the rope. Climbing into the darkness below. You meet with Quark in the mud. I use my staff, that staff with the button on it. Using that staff with a button on it, you climb into the hole where the people are. Hey, guys. I... Did you use the staff I with the button yeah, on yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I uh, press the button, unstick it, you know. <laughs> That's the trick. I, I use... Uh, I take one of my sacks, mm-hmm. and I, I throw it at the bottom of the hole, and then I jump on the sack. Like a landing pad. Uh, okay. Oh, is it is the dirt an issue here? I had rope. You could climb down. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I uphold. I realize I could use her. Can I use, can I use Chris's yeah. Uh, yeah, rope? Yeah. Oh, thank you Totes. so much. Yeah, thank of you. course. Thank you. What the, rope, the rope's for everyone. <laughs> yeah. but it's also, so I mean, I didn't there's, there's three feet of mud down here. I landed pretty softly. You can just kind of, you can kind of, kind of just hop on in here. But I mean, I have rope. <laughs> I will happily use your rope. Guys, I, I examine the, uh, the square at the, at the end of the thing. It appears to be some sort of wooden board. It's caked with mud and is stuck fast to the wall. I detect magic on it. It is not magic. Oh, this isn't magic. Uh, <laughs> does anybody have any thief, thiefy, like, detect I'm a total traps? Thief. Detect traps? Should I do detect traps? I mean, you can, you can look for traps, totally. All right. I look for traps, totally. <laughs> Looking not- for traps, you fail to find anything. Those Oof. holes are kind of suspicious, but you don't think they're traps. How many holes are there? There's, there's several. I mean, there's, you, you, if you counted them, you'd think it would be a waste of time. <laughs> I count the holes. <laughs> Never seen you looking so lovely as you did tonight. tonight. There are 76 holes. Guys... 76 fist holes led the big... I, I think a bunch of people just came down here. I think the first guy saw the wooden board, detected traps and magic on it, and nothing happened, and he was like, fuck, what do I do? And he punched, and then, and then whatever happened to him happened. And then the next guy came down and said, why is there a fist-sized hole? It's got to be significant. And then he punched like a bunch, uh-huh. and then that kept happening. 76 guys. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I kick, I kick the wooden square. You I kick, kick it. it. Uh, what's your strength? Uh, two million. Nine. I, I disagree. It says um, minus one ability modifier. Yeah, nine is a negative modifier. Kicking the board. You feel it give a little bit, but it doesn't budge. I kick it too. What's your, what's your strength? It's like, I, I'm 18 with a plus four ability modifier. You kick it too. It bends it a bit better, but not much. Shit. Can I can I call down uh, Coco? She is a horse. Oh, I don't, oh yeah. Can I fortify the wood? Well, <laughs> what are you gonna? Fortify? No, wait, we're, we're trying to break it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, uh, I, I don't I, think Coco I summon, can fit I summon. Down here. Co- really, she can't get it because she she kicks so hard. Okay. Yeah, tell I'm me sorry. about it. <laughs> it's fine. She liked it. It's fine. <laughs> she was trying to kick you off. That's nothing huh? to be proud of. No, fuck, man. No, I like being liberated I... and empowered. It's fine. I, I have a pretty high strength thing. I have 13 plus one. Okay. Do you want to try and also kick it? Do I have some sort of battering ram? I mean, you don't. You have, let's see. I think you have I have an acid? open lock thing. Can I, is there a, is it a lock of some sort? Perhaps? Uh, you could look for a lock. You you fail to see a lock. It just appears to be like sealed with some sort of wax or maybe glue to this wall. Oh, uh, I listen very carefully to the to the wood. Like I put my ear to it. I can disable device. Yeah. Oh, go first. Go ahead. You hear the faint sounds of hissing coming from some other floor far off. Uh oh. <sighs> snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? <laughs> Spencer, Spencer I'll explain has later. no idea. You know, I saw I saw the first uh, the first Indiana Jones movie. Oh, what you think? It was good. It was good. It wasn't like original, and I mean it was, you, but it at, wasn't that original. Well, after seeing all of television biting it off for like right. years, like you've seen literally every element represented in other things. Yeah, that's that, like that, Easy yeah. Rider. That's like when I watch Easy Rider, I'm like, what the fuck is yeah, this? Yeah, really like, awesome. But yeah. it was like it was like it was it was seeing all of it like. Throughout time, I don't know. Spencer, you 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 know you saw the movie uh, Where I Live. What did you think of my hosting when you were Wait, watching what? the movie? Did um, you like it when you was my hosting good? It was great. <laughs> um, can I, I, really I love the party, Aaron? That didn't <laughs> no, sound good either. I don't know how to. <laughs> no, no. You know what, Spencer? Just throw it away. Just you're putting too much into it. Just I, I really like the party. <laughs> Wait, what? Just, oh. just throw it away. You're thinking about it too much. I had a farty. No. I Far- had a farty. I actually tried. Um, can this I, is I, not going to work. I'll kick <laughs> it's it. fine. I think we're doing two different bits. I kick it also, and I have 13 plus one strength. Okay. Sorry. I forgot everything. We're just kicking a wood thing right now. <laughs> you kick it, and you that's see what, a few uh, splinters. You think it's almost broken. Guys, it's almost broken. By the way, I heard hissing on the other side of it. <laughs> Shit. I, I use a rapid fire shot, and I shoot two arrows at the burning hands. Shh, don't. Let's, oh. My mom's here. <laughs> Sir, he's brokenhearted over wanting you to use something. I use uh, two arrows. I shoot them at either side of the frame. They strike the board and plant fast in the board. 
I think you just made the board stronger. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Uh, a, guy, a guy yelled out burning hands. Can I cast burning hands on the board? I mean, Casting I burning hands on the board. It is consumed in flames. Hot-cha! <laughs> you see a hole about three feet in diameter. Ooh. It looks like it goes some distance. I cast... It, does, does my light spell have a range to it? Like, can I cast a you light? Touch an, you touch... You cast it on an object, oh, and okay. it'll make it glow like a torch. I take a... Uh, uh, I'll a, take uh, one of my arrows, uh, put a light on it, and I'll shoot it. Nicely you, done. You have arrows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have arrows, I have a hit song, I've got a couple. So the hit song sort of arrowed to the top of the charts. <laughs> Uh, back in the day, but I, ca- I cast light on the tip of one of Christopher's arrows, and I then in turn shoot that arrow through the hole, right? Through the hole, yeah. I, sh- I behind him, I like mime it <laughs> <laughs> very uh, sadly. That like, was me yeah. that did it, not not her. <laughs> but I mean, my, through my mime encouragement. Yeah, awesome. Uh, she, I, I, I watched this all happen and do a camera take and go. <laughs> <laughs> Coco looks at him and takes her hoof and goes down. I, I fuck Coco again. <laughs> no, you're in the hole. Yeah, Coco's up there. I, cli- there. I climb the rope and fuck Coco. No, I took the rope down. It's I'm, my rope. I, 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 take, I take your Sharpie staff and I climb Why the do you staff. Need- He's just dangling for the rope. Sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I shit on the ground for no reason. <laughs> Hey, firing. how about the uh, lighted arrow that yeah, I shot? Firing, firing the lighted arrow through Let's the hole. Let's focus. Yeah, but my, me fucking Coco's a B story. Let's get back to the A story. For a brief moment, you can see the floor being lit up. Lit up. And there seems to be a mosaic scrawled across the floor. It's big and green, but you're not sure what it's representing. Because, you know, it glows and you're shooting it and then it plants in the wall. So but it plants a- in the far wall and you can see what appears to be a wooden door. As well as a stone lever jutting out of the wall. Do we see any snakes? You don't see any snakes. I I uh, I pull the stone lever. You 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 are in a different room. So you got like, to walk Sorry. in. Yeah, you call. Am I as a as a as a, as a gnome? Uh, am I small enough to, to squeeze through that small? I hole? think all of us can. Yeah, three you could feet. all go through, but not not at the same time. But Christopherberg has the power to detect traps. Yeah, I'll, not, I'll go not, in. Not in a four chan sense. I go in. <laughs> I go in and I uh, detect traps. Wait. Down there. That was a low roll, wasn't it? It was actually you. You rolled an eighteen, so um, that's a pretty good. I don't know. What's your? Do you see? Um, you should have a search check. Do you have uh, like on the skills? Is there a number there? Yeah, nine. Awesome. Okay. Teen. That's, that's... It's nine. It's nine. <laughs> it's still pretty good. Surveying the landscape, you see. A few oddities. There's some scrape marks on the walls, and you could see a few cracks in the ruins where, ru- where uh, roots poke out of the walls, but they seem to be cut off. It definitely seems like there might be some trap about, but you can't determine its true nature. Guys, I'm getting a weird vibe here. <laughs> There's vines that are out of the walls. Somebody did cut the vines, but it seemed like they were attack vines. Well, look where the vines are cut and see if there's like openings like, uh, you know, that penitent man will kneel shit from Indiana Judge 3. Like, is there something that comes... Are they cut because something comes out of the walls? I'm just saying. You could just see only the very, like, bits of them come out of the walls. Like, almost as soon as they come out of the walls, that's where they're shorn off. 
Right. So something comes through here like a dick. Well, I, I have a trap sense, too. Uh, can I uh, add on to that? Um, <laughs> you can search for trap. I search, I search for traps. <laughs> you don't find a new trap. Shit. <laughs> for the Why don't you go fuck a horse? Why don't you go fuck a horse? You know what? I don't mind if I do. <laughs> All right, wait, let me see if I have a spell. Every, everybody back up out of here. I think I have a spell that I can pull that lever from a, a, a remote uh, uh, distance. Uh, and if, I, if I'm if i wrong about that, then I will have wasted your time. So, Chris, do you no, have no, no. a lot of arrows? Or? Yeah, I mean, I got, uh, you know. Mage hand, right? Yeah, Okay, yeah. everybody back up, back up. <laughs> if you have to take a shit, go take a shit. Smoke them if you got them. All right, uh, everybody get out of the line of fire of this hole. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cast Mage Hand on the lever from safely outside the, the entrance to the whole, that whole tunnel and, and pull that lever. You pull the lever. At first, nothing happens, but then you see movement on the wooden door far down the hall. It rumbles and then falls forward. Phew. It hits the ground and shatters part of the mosaic, causing a few cracks to run down its length. You see behind the wall there is no doorway, but instead just a dead end. Well, the that's confusing. This this lever was a decoy lever, I think. We've, we've, we're we're back in puzzle world. Like we're yeah, we're, I, I, we're running along. I think. We Can we examine the mosaic before we do it? Yes, I, we well, should. Let's, well, yeah, we look at the mosaic. Let's examine so the mosaic. At this point, only Kumail's in this room. Oh, <laughs> fuck! You didn't wait for me to leave wait, until you pulled the lever. I said, "Everybody, get back! Everybody, get back!" Oh, well, I so didn't you hear went, you. Okay, so wait, you are now back in the room that you guys are in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I when he was like, "Get everyone, everyone, get back!" I went back into the main standard room. All right, well, but I can go you, back in and look at the mosaic. Okay, so now you want to go back in and look at the mosaic? Yeah, I just want to see okay. what. The, it looks like there's a giant green serpentine, uh, like perhaps a dragon. Definitely a dragon. I, should, I take that back. Guys, it's definitely a dragon. <laughs> what? At first I thought it was like a, a snake kind of thing, but it's definitely a dragon. Its mouth is open wide in aggression, and you can see its mouth is just an entire slab of ruby crystal. Quirk should fuck it. Uh, the mo- there's a ruby crystal. Can I remove yeah. the ruby crystal? I mean, do you want to? At this point, you're still like near these guys, right? I think we're, we're running along. We, yeah. we should come to a cliffhanger here. Well, no, let's let this play out. We came out at 8.10. Uh, it's uh, 10 now. That means, uh, you know, we've put these people through worse. Uh, <laughs> what are they going to do? Complain? Uh, I can't, you know. Yeah, that is exactly what they could do. <laughs> here, I'll fix it. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric Idle's here. No, he's not. He's not. He's not. <laughs> Sorry. I thought that would bolster them for a second. Uh, well, that I, would be really funny if Eric Idle did come out then, and he was just sitting on it like, we're going to go really long. <laughs> yeah, just like, but he's been here every week, just yeah. in case we went too long. <laughs> yeah. So he just comes with me he's the new He's the new me. <laughs> he, he comes up with me when I'm at like 3 in the morning, I'm at Del Taco, and they're like, sir, could you please make up your mind? I'm like, you know what? Eric Idle's here. And he comes up. <laughs> Hello. The guy's like, I don't Dan know. wants a taco. Dan wants a taco. Dan wants a taco now. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that was o- homage and mocking at the same time. Um, so can I remove, try, should I try and remove the ruby? You Do guys? it, Christopher. Remove it. Oh, it's a red ruby. This is my specialty. Ruby and red. <laughs> Who's that? Grabbing at the ruby, you pry with all your might. 
At the second you begin prying, you hear a rumbling sound behind you. Guys. Guys. You're the only one in the room at this point. Guys! <laughs> Turning around behind you, you see that a large stone wall has rumbled down, blocking your exit. Oh. At, at the same time, you feel the giant ruby you've been grabbing move and jiggle a little bit as if it's trying to pull itself free. As if it's trying to pull itself free from my hands or it's from the thing it's in? From what you're doing. I, I spoke dumb. So it's, it's trying to re-get you're, you're making progress pulling the ruby out of the thing, but it's not out yet. I, I dive through the, uh, in, into the room with him. Is, 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 no, the, it's blocked. Yeah. I, I was slashing with my sword in a barbarian rage. I tried to make it through to the room with Christopher. Um, okay, so you strike the rock surface yes. with your sword. Right. <laughs> Feels useless. I'm like, I'm, I'm digging through. I'm trying to get my... T- I, I tunnel with my sword. You I, make the lightest of scratches. If I cast knock on it, does knock work on this kind knock of Knock wouldn't work on this. It's far too heavy. And knock it's wouldn't not work like on you. Openable. Uh, so... Slowly, the wall starts rumbling towards you, <laughs> threatening to crush you against the far Christopher, wall. Christopher, get out of there, you son of a bitch! <laughs> uh, God, can they hear me? Um, Sure. Guys, these are my last words. <laughs> Lady in red. <laughs> Cliffhanger. <laughs> All right, okay. Cliffhanger. Hey. Oh, no. Okay. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Camille Nanjiani. Thank you, Camille. Aaron McGathy. And Spencer. That's a cliffhanger because now Krista Berg is just trapped in a crumbling room and we, we, we're helpless to, to, to save him. It's right crazy. Now. I mean, it's, uh, Joseph Campbell would be very proud of us. <laughs> I think. What stage would that be in a story, you think? I don't know. The belly of the, the uh, thingamabob? Uh, what you doing there? I'm just trying to get tangle free. All right, Dan. Let's, 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 uh, what, what do you, uh, let's bring this ship into the station. Let's talk, about, talk about what we learned. <laughs> what did you learn? I don't know. Uh, go with the flow. That's kind of easy to learn. <laughs> I learn that every week uh, yeah. by having a show that pays nothing and that I don't care if it goes good or bad. Like, <laughs> I, I, I think the lesson just kind of continues. It's like, like DC Pearson said, this is the reason movies don't continue past the end. Uh, like, as a hero, I'm kind of done. Uh, yeah. So I, like the, we, I like these guys. I now, like coming if, here. If, if, you were, if you were really courageous, you would just gently put the mic back in the stand and walk off the stage and allow that to be the end of the show. (laughs) (laughs) But let me ask you one thing. No, no, that's not part. You, you were supposed to just say, you were supposed to just like, the, the, the master walks away. So Lao Tzu said the master does his job and walks away from it. You should just walk, walk away and leave these people with the confidence of, of knowing that you've done your job. <laughs> what were you going to ask, Dan? 
what if it feels awkward? <laughs> It'll feel awkward if you let them know it's awkward. You know, in the old days, uh, the, the, the term break a leg comes from not from like, like, like actor's superstition. It comes from make it to the end because bowing, you, where you break your back leg, like you kind of bend your leg, that means make it to the end. And it's lowering yourself to the audience and saying, thank you for coming. So like if you just did a deep bow to the audience, like, thank you. I thought it came from John Wilkes Booth breaking his leg after shooting the president in the head. No. <laughs> yeah. He only, he, he broke an ankle. Yeah. That's like your leg. <laughs> I mean, the alternative is that you have to leave these people with some sort of special message. It's difficult. It's, it's, it's lonely. You're all by yourself out there, Dan. People pay $10. Spencer drove from Simi Valley to be here. There's a woman here from Estonia tonight. Is that true? No. <laughs> The lady. Oh no. In the beginning, there was nothing. Nothing had an eternity to decide that nothing was worse than something. Nothing split into a million somethings, aka everything. You were part of that everything. So was the person next to you. No matter who fires you, no matter whose laundry is left in your apartment complex is drier, half dry, no matter who writes notes on your company's refrigerator's Grey Poupon saying touch and die, and then writes notes on the door of the fridge saying everything in here after Friday will be thrown away. No matter how many recycling bins you can't tell from regular bins. No matter how many pains in your nuts and your kidney and your forehead and the back of your neck. No matter how much hair you see in your shower drain. No matter what you look like from the side in the mirror after you take a shit. No matter what some crazy lady said about you that, you've, that came back to you after you went out with her for a week and then you found out she said something weird about you because you ran into someone at Kmart. <laughs> you are a citizen of Harmontown. You belong. You belong if you're human. You belong if you leave. Your isms and your itises at the door. <laughs> Thank you for coming to Harmontown tonight. Abed Gaith, Ryan Ridley, Aaron McCarthy, Kamel Nanjiani, Spencer Crittenden. Once again, I'm Jeff Davis, and your mayor, Dan Harmon, everyone. And Lee Marvin, everybody, singing the film. Our, our new closing. Oh.
ました。